Easy. And before that, we heard Dylan Frost with Golden Tongue. It is 1.33 on the 123 show this afternoon with me, Karen Coe. And time to turn to our first guest of today. She is a slam poet, a spoken word poet, a hip-hop artist, a rapper. She does so many things. I'd like to welcome to the program Jessamine Dias. Jessamine, hi, how are you? Hi, Karen. So great to be on the show. Yeah, great to have you on. Unfortunately, you can't be physically in the studio with me, but you're on the line anyway. So that's what we're going to have to work with uh, right now. So let's learn a little bit more about you first. Tell us how you got into slam poetry and rap. Yes. So I started as a dancer in high school and in college, and I would dance uh, street dance, K-pop styles, hip hop. And so from there, my interest in music and hip hop really blossomed and I wanted to expand into other artistic styles. And so I got into poetry and from the poetry, um, from my experiences within there brought in um, my experiences with choreography and beat and rhythm and trying to merge all the styles together. Wow. So this is something you started in college. Did you have any exposure to it at all before you went to college when you were growing up here? So in Hong Kong, there I wasn't really that exposed to poetry. I think um, dance was always popular in high school, but it wasn't until um, college at in the States when I saw there was so much interest in spoken word and in slam. And so from there, it really... my interest took off. Okay, so I mean, just from what I see, poetry is still not a really widespread form of expression in Hong Kong, but do you think it's growing? Yeah, so I think with the new younger generation and their interest in spoken word poetry, um, because there are so many platforms on Instagram for sharing, um, I think there's been a new sense of interest in this new form of uh, spoken word poetry, which is a lot more um, street. It's a lot less filtered um, as opposed to more traditional um, proper forms of poetry. Mm. Now, I also understand that you were an English teacher before. So do you think this is the kind of thing that actually, you know, should be taught in schools or is it being taught in schools? So I heard that recently in the IB English curriculum, they added Kendrick Lamar as a text that can be studied for its literary artistic value. Well, he did win Pulitzer, right? (laughs) He did. And so I think that's so incredible that um, bringing in these, seeing hip hop as really an art and being able to study it in English classes, I think is really valuable. And with connecting with the new generation. You know, I think the other thing that's interesting is because it, 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 you know, it's a performance, it's not just writing a poem that you, you know, you put out there for people to read, but the performance is part of it. So what do you like about that aspect of it? I love being able to inhabit a new character. So I have an alter ego that I used in my recent performance at TEDx Teen How Women. And the idea of this alter ego, she's called Jezzy D, is that she can be all the things that I'm not able to be in my real life. So she's loud, she's bossy, she's a little bit cocky. And all these, the the aspect of acting is just so much fun. And you're not like that at all, right? 
So in real life, I can be quite introverted and shy, but on stage, um, I can really inhabit this new character, and there's a freedom in that. That's fantastic. Well, let's talk more about um, your performance at TEDx Tinhai Women. I, I was there, and it was really amazing. But tell listeners about that how about that performance and how you shaped it, both um, in what you were saying, but also the actions, the performance that went with it. Yeah, so I joined the TEDx Teen How Women uh, roster as a performer as opposed to a speaker. And as the only performer, I really wanted to bring in my experience as a dancer and being able to express the meaning of what I was saying also visually and with choreography. So um, the concept was that I was having a dialogue between my really shy, introverted alter ego Mimi and my really loud, braggadocious alter ego Jazzy D. And so there's a back and forth, and I really wanted to embody these two characters through my actions and through uh, the the style and the manner of speech. And did you write the the piece, the the poem specifically for the TEDx Tinha Women, or was that a piece that you'd already written? I had parts of it written before, um, but throughout the process, um, Mimi, which was an alter ego that hadn't existed before the performance, um, I wrote that character and then uh, incorporated some of the existing raps that I had into a really long um, eight and a half minute performance. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So you had to memorize the whole thing, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) And what was what was that whole TEDx Teen How Women experience like? I mean, had you done anything like that before? I have never performed um, poetry or rap in such a big platform. I've done dance performances previously with really large audiences, um, but the having to because dancing, I don't have to speak; mm. it's just all through my body language. But in the speaking, I really had to work on my voice and my stage presence and really embodying those two characters through my voice, which was something that I had, hadn't worked on that much before. Yeah, because you're performing in front of, what, about 600 people? <laughs> yeah. And has it, has it changed your life in some ways? It really has. The whole experience was such a highlight of the year. And in terms of my artistic growth, I think I it helped me map out my strengths and weaknesses as a performer and also where I want to go with Jazzy D next um, because I want to keep working on her character. I want to keep exploring Jazzy D, um, confronting different themes and different conflicts in her life. Yeah, well, let's talk more about some of the themes that you're interested in. I mean, um, fairy tale ideals, modern romance. Tell us more about, you know, why you're interested in those themes and what uh, what about them do you want to express? Yeah, so as a young girl, I wanted to be a princess. I would dress up and I'd love Disney. I loved Cinderella, Snow White. And those fairy tale ideals just really stuck with me throughout my life. Um, but then now as an adult, I'm 25 mm-hmm. and realizing that the real world is really not like the fairy tales at all. And it's so, much more disappointing. <laughs> Yes, all those romantic ideals, um, while they're, I I love those ideas, I love to explore the themes, um, but then realizing that real life is often not the same. And so um, bringing, so viewing those fairy tales as a kind of 
science fiction world where all these beautiful things could happen and then contrasting to that um, with my real life experiences is something that I explore a lot. Mm, okay, in a moment, I'm going to ask you to actually do a live performance for us. But just before we get to that, on, on what you just said about, you know, growing up as a girl, you wanted to be a, to be a princess. Do you think that, you know, the message that girls, young girls are still getting today is that, you know, the princess ideal is out there and it's possible and it's kind of a, a harder realization when you when you become an adult that, oh, you know what, actually maybe it's not possible. Yeah, I think recently a lot of people have called into question that princess ideal of little girls being demure, being quiet, being pretty and not, not necessarily having other attributes, but then especially now in the newer Disney movies like Moana, like Frozen, we see these more empowered princesses who are so much more than their beauty and their appearance. And I think that's a great direction that we're headed in. Yeah, I think it's great. And it's great that, you know, someone like you is out there role modeling what the alternatives are as well. So, okay, so are you ready to give us a little sample of um, some um, spoken word poetry? I would love to. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, what are you going to perform? A live performance on the phone. It's the it's a first. Yes. So this one is a sample of the baddest respectable female. That's the Ooh, title. So the baddest respectable female. I like it. Okay. Take <laughs> it away, Jessamine Dias. All right. Here we go. I'm not one to conceal. I don't use concealer. Never meek, always chic. When I'm riding on that beat, please sit down, take a seat. Baby, think before you speak. Stop right now, stop right there. You're so common, but I like medium rare. Bare my teeth, baby shark. I'll be lunging on my mark. They try to mold me like plastic. I'll be icon of classic. Beaming cause I'm gymnastic. Flexing cause I'm elastic. They want it, can't have it, can't be leashed yet, I'm savage. Cause yeah, I've been under fire, no support under wire. I see you start to perspire when it's about to transpire. Woo! Great, <laughs> that's fantastic. Well done. And definitely we can see those themes coming out there and your sassy attitude. It's wonderful. <laughs> now, let's move on to talk about this event that you're organizing, um, which is happening on, on Wednesday night. Yes. So this Wednesday, I'm organizing Poetry Out Loud's open mic. And the theme for this month is Urban Rhymes Live. And so the event is taking place on Wednesday, this uh, March 4 at 8 p.m. in the aftermath, which is a really cool performance space in Lan Kwai Fong on Wyndham Street. Mm, okay. And how many performers are you going to have and what are they going to be doing? We have about... 14 performers on the set so far and mm. we have a real mix of things so it's mostly focused on spoken word poetry and rap um, but i'll also be performing dance we have a stand-up comedian and the open mic at the end will open up the stage to any aspiring artists that want to share their work Okay, so let's talk a bit more about open mic. I mean, I think when people see open mic, they feel both excited and terrified. Um, what what tips would you have, say, for first-timers who are thinking, oh, maybe I could go along and, you know, perform this piece that I've been working on? I can definitely relate to the feeling <laughs> of being excited and terrified. 
Um, because that is how I started in the poetry community. I just started going to the open mics and getting up there week after week and performing my work. And so my advice to first-time performers is to really just be mindful. And so taking a deep breath, um, taking the time in the beginning to prepare yourself mentally, and then during the delivery, not rushing not rushing the words, not rushing the steps. Um, as a dancer, also first-time dancers usually tend to go too fast. Mm. And so just trying to really slow down and inhabit your message, I think, is the most important thing. Okay, so really taking your time and not, not feeling like y you have to get it over with as soon as possible. Yes. <laughs> and are you yourself going to be performing on Wednesday night? Yes. So I'll be performing two dance sets and I also have a rap. Okay, great. So um, if people want to participate, um, what about, how can they get the information if they didn't, didn't listen properly just now? And uh, do they have to buy tickets? So, so the event is free entry and you can find out more information by going on Facebook and searching Poetry Out Loud Open Mic Urban Rhymes Live. Okay, well, Jessamyn, I hope to be there. I hope to see you there. And thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great talking to you. Thank you so much, Karen. And we've been speaking with Jessamyn Dias, who is a spoken word poet and rapper. And she will be hosting. She'll be both performing and hosting this show on Wednesday night, Poetry Out Loud, at the Aftermath Bar on Wyndham Street. So if you want to get out and see that, just go along that night. And if you want to perform, um, you just got some performance tips from her. So hope you can go out and